That's time for the Rural News with Sally Murphy in Ōtautahi. Kia ora, Sally. Record numbers of hives have been infected with a serious honeybee disease. How is the industry responding? Kia ora, Mani. Well, a record number of beehives have had to be burned as part of the honey industry's response to American fowl brood. The disease weakens and kills honeybee colonies. Once a colony has AFB, it never recovers and the hive has to be burned. New Zealand has been trying to eliminate the disease for the last 25 years. Clifton King from the National American Fowl Brood Pest Management Plan says in the 12 months to May last year, there were 3,422 cases reported. That compares to about 2,500 cases in the 12 months prior. It is a significant increase. We believe it is driven by two factors. Um, The first is um, NPI released a new export requirements for China, um, which means that there needs to be no detectable AFB in um, honey that's exported to China. Um, And we believe that's made commercial beekeepers more motivated to find AFB um, so that their honey is free and they can export to China. And the second fact is... um, the beekeeping industry has been going through um, a number of difficult financial years um, and unfortunately diseases do tend to increase when um, rural sectors are going through difficult times. Clifton King says to keep on top of the disease, beekeepers need to inspect their hives regularly. He says there is training and courses available so people can learn what AFB symptom to look for, symptoms to look for and how to prevent spread. To other news, dairy prices have lifted for the first time this year at the global dairy trade auction overnight. The average price increased 3.2% to $3,456 the tonne. The price of whole milk powder, which strongly influences the payouts for local farmers, was up 3.8% to $3,329 a tonne. Since peaking at record highs in March last year, dairy prices have been generally falling amid oversupply and weaker demand. NZX dairy analyst Stu Davison says the decent lifts weren't expected, so it was a really positive auction. One of the key ones for this one was China came back out in force, which was really exciting considering where they've been in the last two months concerning their COVID zero policy relaxation in country. And to see them back in the market and the sort of sort of power and strength really gives a bit of credit and, and hope to the dairy market down here in New Zealand. Mr Davison says demand from China will likely continue to rise as it eases out of its zero COVID policy. So he says prices should continue to lift. In my personal opinion, I'm starting to lean more bullish. I expect prices, you know, dairy prices to start um, stepping a little bit higher, not to the rate we've seen in the past, um, in term, but a little bit more support coming into the market as, um, you know, globally things start to look a little bit better in terms of inflation and, and pressure for consumers. So I think that's sort of driving a lot of sentiment within the market. That's Stu Davison from the NZX. And looking at a different type of milk now, it's hoped a new study on the benefits of New Zealand deer milk will help boost sales in international markets. Researchers from Massey University tested deer milk produced by government-owned farming company Pamu. 60 older women consumed deer milk daily, while 60 others were given an oral nutritional supplement. Pamu deer business lead Hamish Glendening says the results were amazing. In the areas that it did outperform was really around uh, 
muscle strength. Um, so we talk about strength, and that's all around, you know, the, the, the protein, uh, high protein of deer milk, and then also bone strength, and that's uh, related to, to the high calcium levels in deer milk. So two really interesting areas that, you know, we're going to look to delve into in a bit more detail with, with future work, but it's positioning deer milk really nicely in that aged nutrition space. Scientifically proving the nutritional benefits is vital when building market demand for New Zealand deer milk. And he says milking deer are just like pets once they get used to their surroundings. Tim Mackle is stepping down as Chief Executive of industry group Dairy NZ after 15 years in the role. Announcing the move, Mr Mackle says he will leave at the end of June to give the organisation's board time to find a replacement. He says he's thoroughly enjoyed the role but is ready for a new challenge. As the saying goes, no time's the perfect time, but this is a, a fairly good time. And, you know, we've got a great strategy, a great team on board, and everyone's really committed now to, to delivering value for farmers. And so on that basis, I think Dairy is in a good position. And, you know, 15 years, that's been a, a wonderful time for me. I haven't had a day when I, when I haven't been waking up motivated to, to go out and do my job, which is tremendous. At the same time, it seems like a good time now to uh, to make that change, and that's the thing that uh, really I've been talking through with the family, but also um, my colleagues as well. Tim Mackle hasn't committed to any future job opportunities, but says he would love to stay in the food sector. More than $21,000 has been raised to return the body of a dairy farm worker killed in a crash in Southland back to Nepal. Dirip Dairi died following a crash between a car and tanker on the Dipton-Winton Highway on January 22nd. The Give a Little page has been set up by Regions Immigration Law, the company which helped Mr Dairi to bring Mr Dairi to New Zealand. The serious crash unit is investigating the cause of the crash, which left two others seriously injured. And that's the Rural News. Koe rā te o te tai whenua.